This could get dicey as an imperfect D&D game played imperfectly. Like the name suggests, this podcast could get a little dicey. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Welcome to This Could Get Dicey, a D&D podcast where a group of buds get to unwind from their 9 to 5s and step into the world of Drew Gala. My name is Destiny Nieto, I play Loomis Bjorn, and before things get a little too dicey, I'd just like to say it's a beautiful day to win the lotto. <gasps> Did you win? Oh my god. No. Did you do it? I'm just trying to like manifest ah. that and like kind of bring oh. that into the universe. We just, oh my god. We just, mm, that's <laughs> we just powerful. We just bought a ticket. It's really high right now, so just trying to universe is entropy. That. You probably did just do it. We probably yeah. By the by, the time the people are listening to this, you've said goodbye to this podcast. Exactly. You are <laughs> far away, or bankrolled it into. <laughs> you don't need it fame. anymore. You don't. Yeah, exactly. You don't need the money we're giving you anymore from this podcast. Yeah, because <laughs> you won the lotto. <laughs> Because I won Wait the a lotto. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Um, my name is Alex Villarreal. I play. Um, oh fuck! Who <laughs> I play? Alex <laughs> who am Bay. I? You better leave that in. <laughs> I'm gonna. Um, and today's a beautiful day to give a kitty a cuddle. To just go grab a kitty and just hold it real close to if you. If you give a kitty a cuddle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the title of my first young adult novel. Young adult? <laughs> young adult. Yeah, it's not kids. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think give a mouse a, if you give a mouse a cookie is a young adult novel? There's some real mature my, themes in there. This is my world, baby. <laughs> There's some mature themes in that book. This is the new Twilight I'm writing. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. All right. I'm Kenny Chilton, and I play Emil Mazak. And it's a beautiful day to lay in bed when, like, when you have freshly laundered sheets. Ooh, ooh, that first sleep after you like make your bed after getting clean sheets on it, and you're like, this has got to be the best feeling in the world. Yeah. Uh, can I tell you a secret, Becky? Okay. God, I hope you're not mad at me about this. When, when you stayed in our guest room, uh-huh. and the sheets were like, we obviously cleaned the sheets. Um, I like was like this looks so appealing because I know the sheets are clean, and like God, I have to lay on this bed right now. And I, the intrusive thought won, and I, I laid in the bed, and it felt really great. I knew it. I was, I got in, and I was like, these have been laid on by one person <laughs> for a short period of time. <laughs> and it was I very short. Not. It was like twelve seconds, and I was like, okay, that's two actions. I like I gotta to see you up. get in and out of bed in twelve seconds. 12 seconds. I'm pretty. That's a, hey, that's a break, great. That's break quick. See it on TikTok, everybody. <laughs> that's the next TikTok challenge. Because <laughs> we couldn't get Alex to eat mustard oatmeal. God damn Sorry. it, everyone. My name is Becky Schmader. I'm the game master for This Could Get Dicey. And it's a beautiful day to finish painting a miniature for a painting contest for your first painting contest. Go vote for Becky if that's how it works. It's not. Okay. 
I, it's also not done yet. Um, I think I'm manifesting just like, just like Destiny. Oh, yeah. Love it. I, that, you know what? Mine is manifestation too because my sheets are still in the washer and haven't been moved to the dryer because we're recording a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Same with Alex too. He's manifesting this young adult novel that he will be writing. <laughs> Tonight's all about just... manifestation, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> and with that, let's bring it in. Last we left off, our adventurers discussed the crow that flew. <laughs> Hold on. Everyone's making a funny face at me because I said, bring it in. <laughs> okay, bring it in, boys. What, uh, what do you what want? What do we coach? do, coach? <laughs> Come on, everyone. Bring it in, boys. Tonight, we're manifesting a victory in D&D. That's how it works. Blue eyes, white dragon, can't lose, baby. Let's go. D&D time. Believe on three. One, two, three. Believe. Believe. Okay. <laughs> Last we left off, our adventurers discussed that crow that flew through Ellis, and feeling a little freaked out, they decided to go off the main road into the woods to travel back to Mistfall uh, through the thick of it. That very night, though, they were each visited by the same crow and faced with a weight and a fear thrust upon them. Loomis felt the feeling of drowning. Emil saw a twisted tree with a face, perhaps? And Ellis had a very special visit from the crow, a hunkered, damp, feathered, humanoid creature version of the crow. Ellis struck a deal in order to remove the weight from his friends, and it worked. They wake up all more freaked out than before, and hightail it back to the main road with increased pace to Miss Fall. You all are finding a spot to camp for the night. Ellis and Loomis exhausted from the night before. I need everybody to make a constitution saving throw as you all were moving at an increased pace through the day. Do we have disadvantage on saving throws exhausted or is it ability checks when we're exhausted? It's just ability checks. Okay. Which doesn't matter. It mine's awful. <laughs> Constitution oh? saving throw. Yes. Oh, actually, I have advantage on these. Okay. Oh. Sixteen. I used a luck point okay. to roll advantage, and I got an eighteen. Okay. A natural one. What is up with Loomis's dice for <laughs> too long? Um. Okay, you take an extra point of exhaustion, so you are oh. at two points of exhaustion now. The Love other two are that. fine. How me. does Loomis recover from exhaustion if he doesn't ever sleep? I guess long resting it just looks different for you. Yeah, you're like, it's like meditating almost. Like you're just sitting for okay. eight hours. Is there anything you all do uh, tonight as you all make camp? Yes. Um, you see uh, Emil kind of stripped down to just like some some cash clothes, like the equivalent of my pajamas, um, and lay the suit out on like a flat rock or maybe the back of the wagon or something he takes the dagger uh he he sets it into in the fire just the blade part of it so that the the blade heats up he takes a rag and he gets the rag like soaking wet takes the dagger out of the fire and and waves it around a little bit and then he wraps that rag around the blade uh until it starts steaming and then he starts pressing his suit against the uh whatever hard surface he could find you see him kind of running this this hot, steamy towel um, up and down the suit. And, uh, you know, there's bits of the rock golem he's pulling out of the, or the wood golem, whatever it was, out of the collar. Um, there's some, like, green plant stains that he's now trying to fix. He takes out his little sewing kit and he's fixing the rips from where his arm is turned into to trees. 
um, he's trying to fix his little suit up before he gets back to Mistfall. Do you think that Emil invented dry cleaning? Uh, Emil's been doing this for as long as he could. Like one of the first things he wanted to do when he thought, I'm going to be a businessman. He's like, I got to learn how to fix my suit. And so, yeah, he learned how to 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 make basically an iron. Wow. I don't want to I don't want to speak for for Loomis, but I think like in the process of setting up camp, um, Ellis sees Emil doing this and just kind of stops and sits down and just like watches the whole process. <laughs> What's your thought when as you're like sitting there? Like is it like oh god or is it like huh? No, I I, I actually think it's like as somebody who like talks a big game about like. Uh, like my shoes, I'm just like, oh, I, I need to step my shit up. I need to, I need to start. I'm almost like tempted to start cleaning my boots, but I don't want to look too apparent that I'm like cop. I don't want a meal to know that he's won this I, silent battle. I move to my <laughs> shoes, and I think you see that I, I do wear like walking boots for the most part. But uh, from from my my scattered possessions now because my backpack is occupied <laughs> from my scattered possessions in the back of the wagon I, I do have a pair of like nicer shoes that maybe i wore like when i was in the academy and uh but i i am cleaning those with with the same rag that i used to press my suit and uh look over at alice and say um can i give your boots a shine <laughs> uh, is that a euphemism no um uh, I, yeah i would listen these will be the shiniest <laughs> boots you've ever had. I'm not gonna lie to you, brother. That's that's your this. I'm I'm fairly impressed. I mean, I've never let anybody willingly clean my boots for me. Yeah, I'd, I'd love you to. Come on over. Maybe we can teach each other something about how to best clean our shoes. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, show my my method. I have like a basically like shoe polish i'm guessing is not like necessarily something i keep with me but i remembering that like pressed vegetable oil is like actually better for the shoes i i have keep a small tiny bottle of that like a a small travel size is that in your backpack by any chance it's not in the backpack because i emptied my backpack into the back of the wagon okay 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 yeah um almost i I dig through and I, i find it um and i i show Ellis, how I, I use like small circular motions with an oiled rag to to shine them. Do you want me to do this to yours? What's that movie with Patrick Swayze? With the, ghost. The, ghost. 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 <laughs> you're, you're, you're like behind me holding my Yeah, hand, we, like, we uh, ghost it. <laughs> oh my god. Good one. No. I feel like as this whole thing just came about loomis is very intrigued at first in the sense of seeing the with the dagger and the steam it's just loomis gets very intrigued and starts watching and it's like oh what is you know what is emil doing here he typically doesn't use these type of tools oh it's just it's like a trivial thing and then he kind of rolls his eyes at it and then for the first time since y'all have been camping together I feel like Loomis starts to prep a, a spot for him to assumably rest. Okay. Oh. Um, you you pulling up to the to the bedside tonight, Loomis? 
interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm quite exhausted. Um, I, I still don't necessarily need sleep, but if if it's all right with the two of you, I'd I'd like to meditate uh, for during the first watch. Oh, absolutely, friend. Don't I mean? We all need to get our cheapy nine nines in whenever we we can get them. Um, so you don't gotta act up for us. I mean, you you go ahead and take the rest. I mean, you've been you've been pulling the weight at night. We're happy to we're happy to contribute. I, I am uh, tired as well, but Loomis, you you look forgive the word choice. You look dead, man. I think you you do need to just chill out tonight. Um, I I could also use a, a little bit of rest. Um. Uh, Ellis, do you mind taking the first, the first watch? I actually feel kind of good. That was that's, that was, um, that was a good ride today. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm totally down to take take the first watch myself. Good night. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, good night. <laughs> Loomis goes over to their bedroll, a foreign feeling of like laying down. So I think instead you kind of just sit for a second before going to like a meditative state. I guess where we're at, are there a lot of foliage? Is there grass around there? Just plant life? In yeah, sense? so you're we... off the, you like, we're on the main road traveling, but I assume you, you all kind of make your way off 30 feet or so to make camp so you're not immediately on the road. You can kind of find like a little secluded area or an area a little bit away from the immediate camp and there's some like undergrowth shrubbery grass i like to think that's where loomis i feel like loomis starts to make camp for himself put out the bedroll if you will he, i wouldn't think he has really one uh, I, I, I don't think he, he has one? a bedroll <laughs> uh, but he kind of you see him prep in a sense his meditation area near the camp kind of takes a second after talking with the two of you then tells both of y'all before you go to bed or Emil before you go to bed um I'm I'm not going very far I'm gonna go right there where that shrubbery is for the first watch Ellis whenever you need sleep just I'll be over there you got it Ellis, for your first watch, go ahead and roll Perception. I'm not even going to use a luck point. It's just too good. That was natural one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I think your mind kind of wanders as you sit down thinking about the night before with this creature that you've met and this warm feeling. And a lot has sort of happened in the last 24 hours for you. You saw your friends kind of struck in with pain and, and this weight. Uh, this creature made threats to you, made threats to someone close to you, uh, but you wake up and have a completely different sort of like demeanor and feel about you than you did the day before. While you're on watch, I think you just sort of mind wanders for, for all four hours and you don't, or however many hours, and you don't really pick up on anything around you. I think I think a lot too about... Um that creature stealing my ring and like threatening p potentially threatening my family there's like a weird like dichotomy of like i hated that 
and I hated being put in that position, but, like, I can't deny how, like, this new feel newfound feeling is, like, really nice, and, um, just, just ponder on that for a while, but, uh, does anything else happen on my watch? No, not that you can see or can tell. Um, I think I go to a meal next, and kind of nudge him and say, hey, um, I just wanted to let, um, Loma sleep a little bit longer. Um, I didn't see anything out there tonight. No, no fucking GD crows or nothing. So great. I'll, I'll keep an eye out. Good luck. Exhaustedly, still pull myself up, and I'll, I'll start doing a little perimeter. Right. Go ahead and roll a perception check. Uh, still with disadvantage without mm. your long rest. Oh. I rolled a one and a two. Oh my god. Okay. You see, looking out into the woods, much closer than, you know, you, you were also kind of in a daze, thinking again about your nightmares, relieved that you didn't have any of those nightmares on this first part of your rest, but you're still a little shook up, and you don't notice that approaching near the camp, still, like, hundreds of feet away but definitely closer than you know you usually like to spot people way further than that but a, a couple hundred feet away you see that there appears to be a, a group of somebody with torches moving through the woods is our fire still going it is it is it's definitely low you know smaller embers and not full flame but there's definitely still a light coming from it uh i will first hiss over at Loomis and say, um, maybe I'll like, toss something in his direction to try to get his attention and say, wake up, or rather get up, come back, come back, bring your attention back to your surroundings. Uh, someone's coming and I'll, I'll try and kick out the, the embers and the fire and, and also whisper over to Ellis. Before Ellis sort of wakes up, uh, you you fall you fall asleep. I imagine this this happens with Emil about like an hour or so into your watch. So um, you you fall into sleep, Ellis, and you're once again uh, in a less sort of frightening manner. But you you kind of like fall asleep and you find yourself in the woods in your dreams, and there sitting on a tree branch above you is this damp feathered creature. Hello again, Alice, yes. You like new feeling, yes. What do you... What do you want? What... What do you want from me? Well, I, I've come to talk to you more about this, yes. Um, you see, your friends spoken to by big evil. Big evil, you hear of this, yes? What are you talking about, big evil? At, at, the, at the shrine, yes, there was a pedestal plant scream, yes? Oh, yeah, 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 when we, yeah. We, big, big uh, evil. Someone up to no good. Are you that, are you that, are you the big evil? No, 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 I know evil. I have fun, yes. <laughs> yeah, you... You look like a like a like like a barrel of fun. I know, and he kind of gets on his legs and starts 
it's disgusting looking with his like lanky legs and he's kind of like hobbling around on his branch kind of doing like a little dance and like settling back in uh, bigger evil um you feel good yes yeah i don't know what you did to me um but... travel you wake up soon real soon you help me with this evil we talk more later worry not you wake up here try this and he like looks into i say he this thing he doesn't really seem to have a gender of any sort seems to like look straight into you and you feel a, a strong heat uh, throughout you and you have gained the ability to cast Eldritch Blast. Okay. What the fuck? Try. Try it out. Dear friend. Yes. I think um, Ellis is like feeling this feeling grow stronger still not knowing what it is. I I think I, I kind of get scared and I'm like what what are you what's happening like what are you doing you make you make deal with me help me I help you be stronger yes big big evil want to destroy I mean no like destroy I like tricking I like playing. I like having fun. If destroyed, then there's no fun to be had. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I see your I see your point there. I do. I do. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I do like tricking people and having fun. We like, friend, you like trick. I like trick. That's why I find you. Yes. Friend, I don't know yet. I know my friend's names. You see it kind of like hunker down and get like a little sad against like the the crook where like the branch meets the tree. You make me sad. Not call me friend. I give. Yes. We'll see what you we'll see what you can give. You wake up. You see gift and Ellis, Ellis, get up. Come on. I wake up and like hop to my feet. Like move, move, move. Uh, hide. As whatever Emil threw Loomis's way, Loomis immediately just stands right up. And yeah, you all can see. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, yeah. Just full pivot. Upright. No, no bending yeah. knees. <laughs> just, you're, it's all ankle. It's just, you've got strong ankles that can just lift your whole body like a hydraulic. You all see now um, Emil waking you all up. There are what appear to be four bandit-esque people um, approaching your camp. They're now probably like a hundred feet away. They don't seem to be like, they're not on like a mission. They're just kind of like, it seems like they're investigating and still looking around. I'm going to stay close to Gertrude, but hide. With, I don't... Time-wise, do I still have two points of exhaustion? I think because you've been sitting for like two parts of that, you probably are down to one point of exhaustion. We, yeah, we will say that uh, you all have taken a long rest as you all have been sitting for most of the night. And this is down getting to be six hours into like an eight-hour night or something so like that. How far are these bandits again, did you say? Uh, about a hundred feet away. Taking... 
a note from Emil. I think Loomis will try to hide in the shadows as well. Okay. Yeah, why don't both of you make a stealth check? At disadvantage, right? We still have yes, you're still at disadvantage. 17. 15. You both are able to hide... Uh, Emil, you're definitely relying heavily on Gertrude making, like, general sounds around you, I think, to, like, hide any sort of, like, muffled cough or, um, you know, tripping over your own feet a little bit. Uh, but, Loomis, you're able to kind of, like, just hide behind a tree completely within shadow. What are you doing, Ellis? I think Ellis hears Emil say, like, hide. And I obviously am thinking more about the winged creature and whatever deal I just struck and I think Ellis just like stands up and doesn't hide and stares directly at like like the torches or like the movement of people coming towards us and just like just stands there I mean I I, like Ellis has dark vision so like Ellis can see so he's he's not he's he's not hiding um okay yeah as the the group uh this group of torches that and people not just they're not just floating torches this group of people with torches start moving their way through the woods a little bit more they seem to be searching um everyone make a perception check as they're now about 70 feet away from you all 24 with the natural 20 15 16 15 okay amelia it's pretty dark, so uh, Ellis and Loomis, with your even though you have dark vision, it's still a little hard to see. But Emil, you are alert. You are so like ready for whatever might come your way, and you notice that these group of bandits or outlaws, if you will, uh, seem to have that green sort of like bandana around their neck, and it is four of them moving towards you all. Still not necessarily like seeing you quite yet, or like moving with super purpose um, towards like a target but they are definitely moving through the woods uh, towards you all still then I will uh, ready in action well first of all whisper out it's them Uh, that's all I'll say and then I will ready in action for if they attempt to hurt anyone Uh, anyone else doing anything I think hearing Emil say that, I don't take my eyes off of them, and I just kind of, like, whisper back, and I said, we knew they were coming. Let them come. Loomis will ready an action if they attack first, but he's still going to be very much hidden behind this tree, making it seem like there's only two people at this camp right now. You all wait a little bit longer. Uh, the group of, of four uh, outlaws seem to be moving still through the woods and you can see that they've come closer and they will uh, see that there's you know they can see the slight embers still on the ground uh, and they will be now 30 feet from you all um, kind of like the edge of your 30 feet from like the edge of your camp uh, if anyone wants to do anything I think knowing that Emil and Loomis are hidden um, and that they're only 30 feet away from me. Um, I just say out loud, you found us. Why don't you, why don't you come on? Why don't you come on out? Oh, very good. I, I thought this was going to be a, re- a little bit harder to find you all, but 
you've made it quite easy, haven't you? Yeah, um, Elizabeth with you? Oh, no, no, no. She's, uh, she's not with us tonight. It's, uh, just oh, us. she just, she just sent a couple lackeys to take care of us? No, it seems, seems you are quite important. She sent out quite a, quite a few lackeys, if you will. Um, and you can see them kind of, like, point out around you all. And you can see, like, very faintly, uh, throughout the woods, you know, hundreds of feet away, but, like, gentle kind of, like, glows of torchlights of other bands of outlaws kind of in the area, you assume. You're pretty important. The So if they're 30 feet, like, how far away were these other lights? Far, like, 300 plus. Like, you can just kind of, it's so dark, but you can still see these, like, like orange glows throughout the woods. Um, and this person who's talking to you is, is a, a bald-headed... A uh, large human man, um, tattoos kind of like going up his neck, uh, leather armor on. And there's three others with him. You say you ask if we're important? Seems like it. I don't really care one way or another. We could do this the easy way. And you could just come along with us, talk to Elizabeth yourself. Or we could do this the hard way. Hmm, that's, that's that really sucks. I just don't, I personally don't think that that's going to work we're, we're kind of heading somewhere right now um is there any way uh, is there a third option here maybe potentially i don't think so hmm well i don't it is the middle of the night and i haven't gotten my full night's beauty sleep so you're gonna have to forgive me but there ain't no way i'm traveling right now all right and he draws a blade out you've chosen the hard way then and let's roll initiative. Uh, uh, Loomis and Emil, you get advantage because you were stealthy. And you're, you're like hidden, so they don't like know you're there. If he draws his blade, could we count that as intention to harm and trigger the actions that were being held? Yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah, both of you were holding an action um, so that you can have a sneak attack round. And then you won't have advantage on your initiative, but you'll okay. have your sneak attack round. Uh, Emil will see Alice starting to get um, outnumbered and just think, don't let him get surrounded. Don't let him get surrounded. And I'll, with my hand like in the dirt in my hiding spot, I'll, I'll take a tiny bit of dirt and put it on my tongue. Taste it. Okay. Uh, and then let my hand sink into the dirt. Uh, and then at the feet of those four guys... Um, in like a 20 foot radius these vines start to sprout out of the ground and try to wrap themselves around their feet and i'm going to cast entangle on all of them they need to make strength saving throws which they their voice sounds like they might be strong boys so maybe so against uh 14. there are four of them the furthest right one fails. The other three succeeds. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. So he's stuck <laughs> until yes. he can save. And the other three are free to keep moving as these little vines maybe don't take. They're not thick enough. They're little, little Doesn't it? Does vines. it not make any like rough terrain? It's difficult area? terrain, so it's hard to okay. move through, but they're not restrained. Okay. Great. Loomis, what would you like to do for your sneak attack? Is there one super close to me like where can you help describe how they are sure. in relations to where everyone else is sure i so ellis is kind of in the middle of you all i kind of imagine that 
Emil, you're on the left side hiding behind Gertrude and that Loomis, you're on the, the right side behind a tree. So the three of you are kind of in a line but spaced out probably like 10 feet between the three of you all. And then 30 feet in front of you all is this line of four bandits. So the closest one is still about 30 feet away from you. The closest one to me, I guess, on the right side, I'm just going to pop out of the my tree where I was hiding, just dead, I want to say sprint, but just really fast. I'm not dashing or anything, but just sprint towards him because I have 40 feet of movement. And then as okay. I'm running, I'd like to kind of stab him with my spear like on the cl- in the clavicle area just kind of like a run jump type okay. of downward motion type of thing all right go ahead and roll to attack uh this the furthest right one the one that's closest to you is entangled so you do get advantage so on it 19 to hit that does hit for seven points of damage and then as a bonus action, I would like to use my claws as an unarmed strike. Dirty 20 to hit. That hits. And then for six points of additional damage. Cool. And now we will roll initiative. Loomis, what did you get for initiative? Really glad I got a sneak attack. Because nine. Ellis. 13. Emil. 14. Okay, up first is the one that was talking to you, Ellis. He's going to move. It's rough terrain, so it's going to take his whole entire movement and action to move right in front of you. Hello, you ready to dance? And that's his turn. (laughs) 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 Oh, great. (laughs) Uh, Because he needed to move. Great, next is... The second one, and Emil, go ahead and roll another stealth check as you sure. um, move, since you had to cast. Oh, uh, an eight. Okay, the furthest left one, the one closest to you, is going to use their whole movement to get to like the side of the wagon. He thinks he knows where you're at, um, but you're not, like, he's on one side of the wagon, you're on the other side of the wagon. So there's still about five, ten feet between the two of you, and that is his turn. Next is Emil. Uh, the one who's closest to me now, I will uh, go prone uh, and roll under the wagon. <laughs> um, <laughs> classic, classic. Um, and understanding that I have disadvantage right now because I'm prone, I, I will attack with my twisted roots so my my arms turn into to groot arms little noodle arms uh okay so that's a 17 but i have disadvantage uh that's a 16 to hit wait you don't have disadvantage oh you are i'm prone okay 16 uh yes that still hits okay great uh then i will stab into his shins for uh six points of piercing damage okay um and as I stab it in and hopefully, like, find purchase and hear him react to that, I will uh, use my bonus action to absorb some life from this person. Okay. Uh, for an additional three points of necrotic damage. Yeah, you you stab into his... Oh! Oh! 
There you are, you little scum. Oh, I retract my arm. <laughs> Great. Next is the third one who is going to pull out a heavy crossbow and shoot at you, Ellis, with that. That's a natural 20. No. I will use reaction silvery barbs. Oh, cool. What do you say to, to, uh, to barb him? What do silvery barbs do? It gives disadvantage to the attacker, and you can pass advantage onto an ally. Stop right there, bud. Okay. And, like, it just, like, like pierces him. I try to do subtle stuff. You know? Sure. Real. Does a 14 hit? Yeah, yeah, I say stop right there, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so! Uh, but at least it's not a natural 20. Yes. You take six points of piercing damage as... He shouts out, I don't think so, and a, a heavy bolt just nails you right in your shoulder. And it's your turn. I think when that bolt hits me, that, like, warmth feeling, like, is, like, growing, and it's building, and it's, like, erupting out of me. And I think um, you, you start to see, like, a dark red crackling energy start to, like, come from my hand. Uh, I'm, like, holding my wrist, and I look at the... The sort of like bandit captain-y leader dude who like has stepped in front of me and i will say i don't know what elizabeth told you but i don't think you know who you're messing with right now and i will use bonus action unsettling words okay um so they will subtract a bardic on their next saving throw okay oh also also on that silvery barbs i'll give um loomis advantage on their next attack okay uh, and then as an action i will like it's it's almost unbearable this like pressure and this heat and i just like shove my hand in front of me and i just like release it and i uh cast eldritch blast i will use the luck point okay <laughs> do that much better uh 17 to hit 17 okay yeah that hits uh for six points of uh force damage right that's what yes it's yes. force damage this would appear as unusual to us, right? Like, the type of yes. magic he's been doing has been, like, wordplay. And this is, like, a Kamehameha. Yeah. I think before it's been very kind of, like, flowery, poetry, pink and glittery, okay. like, yeah. kind of, um, you know, saying little rhymes and then, like, hocus pocus, make this yeah. thing disappear, whatever. I imagine this is more of, like, uh, Sasuke, cat, cat doing the Chidori and Naruto. What? For all my Naruto heads out there. What the hell? I shout from under the wagon. And then the guy next to you is like, shut, shut up. <laughs> like, I, I, I said, damn it, Emil, I was, I was really, I was doing a cool thing. Oh, sorry, sorry, you do you. Next is the fourth outlaw, the one next to Loomis, who is going to multi-attack. He's going to swing at you twice with his mace, both times with disadvantage. First one's a 12 to hit. Nope. Nope, okay. Second one is a 6 to hit. So he's kind of like fighting off. He got, just got stabbed and sliced <laughs> at. He's kind of covered in vines, trying to like break his feet out and swinging at you wildly with his mace and whiffs on both of them as you kind of are able to duck out of the way very easily. And next is your turn, Loomis. Sweet. I'm going to re-stab him with the spear. Okay. As one would expect. As one would expect. And I have advantage, correct? Yes. Correct. 25 to hit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, that does do <laughs> it. Does that hit? For five points of damage. No, six points, excuse me. And then I'm going to spend a key point to do two unarmed strikes. So I I see him try you know, he's trying to hit me with his mace, I dodge it, and as I'm dodging one, stab him again with the spear, and then as it goes into him, I'm just gonna like double swipe my other hand at his face with my claws. So this is for and both of them have advantage? Yes, correct. Sixteen to hit? Yeah. Okay, and then let me do I'm just gonna roll for the second one. 20, 21 yeah. to hit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, those both hit. 8 plus 6 extra damage. 8 plus 14? hmm Okay. Yes. Uh, that one's dead. How do you do that? What, what I just said. I just claw him What you just said, yeah. <laughs> I like to think maybe I claw an eye out accidentally, or maybe on purpose. I don't know. Oh, sure. <laughs> and yeah, leaving the spear in, you're kind of just like going at the, the like an undercut or uppercut to like his throat area, and then a swipe down on his eye, removing one of his eyes as he falls to the ground. Yeah, and as he falls to the ground, I touch him on the forehead, and then you see... You know, the past couple, the past day, Loomis has been quite looked quite exhausted, more dead than typical, and you see a, this like a little bit more life in him, and that will be. I, ma- I imagine he's like yelling in pain, and you just like push him on his forehead to the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With your with your last touch there. Absolutely. Uh, back at the top of the order, it's number one who's in front of you now. Ellis, who will multi-attack as well with his mace. Oh, those are both 21s to hit. What? Mm, maybe. Okay. For, that's a 10 total points of bludgeoning damage. Ouch! That hurts. Um, you notice that he's trying to, like, he's not, like, going for, like, your head. He's, like, trying to take you out, like, below the knees and, like, trying to, like, take you to the ground. And next is number two, who's over by Emil. Um, knowing that you're now under the wagon, he's going to attempt to grab you and pull you out from under the wagon. So go ahead. And <laughs> I was make hoping a... for additional cover. And he's just like, nah, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> get the fuck. Well, I mean, but you do get to make a, a strength. Um, what is it? A strength like a uh, contest. contest. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I rolled an eight. He rolled a natural one. Oh! <laughs> For a total of three. I feel like he actually just, his hands slip off of mine, and like, maybe he's surprised to feel wood that's like wet <laughs> with blood. <laughs> he's like, he's like, that's not him. That, surely that's not him. And he's like trying to just like grasp around, and he can't actually feel you. And I imagine you get kind of like a free kind of slice at him. So if you want to um, do a little, sure. like, smack on his hand oh well i rolled a 12 to hit that still hits that hit. oh great um uh, okay this is d4 uh five points of piercing damage next is emil so you have this guy trying to grab you and it's not working for him uh how's he look after my stabs not great not great. His feet are bleeding. His hands are bleeding. 
How far is Ellis for me? Ellis is about 10 feet from you. Okay, great. I'm going to attack this guy one more time as I'm like okay. coming out of from under the wagon. I'm going to crawl out and try and just stab up at this guy right in front of me. Okay. Uh, it's going to hit. Is that 18 to hit? Yes. Four. Six points of piercing damage to him. Okay. He's still up? He is. Bummer. I'm going to... He's look Now he's looking bloody. I'm going to run to Ellis. Um, he is going to make an opportunity attack on yeah. you as you leave range. Dirty 20 to hit. Yep. Four points of bludgeoning damage. Um, you see that he's also trying to like go for your feet in order to like trip you up. Um, so he hits you real good on a foot. I shake that off and run over to Ellis. Um, and some of the blood that's on my twisted roots, I will just drip onto Ellis's back uh, and heal you for... <laughs> so this image of like you almost tripping and be like, here you go, bud! And then, like accidentally <laughs> almost stabbing Ellis as you like smack your like bloody hands <laughs> on his back. <laughs> it's, uh, it's six points of healing. Oh, lovely. I will definitely take that. If that's it for you, yes. next is number three. Who's seeing you emerge uh, will shoot at you a meal with a heavy crossbow. Number three, my lord. <laughs> that's a dirty 20 to hit. <laughs> yep. Great, great movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's six points of piercing damage. Oof. Okay. And that's it for him. Next is Ellis. <clears throat> Taking those hits. Um, definitely like hurt. Um, and, but that feeling of warmth, warmth within me and also getting healed by uh, Emil, I will look the same person in the face and in a whispered voice, um, I'll say, um, you still have time to run. You will die here if you don't. Um, as I cast Dissonant Whispers and he has to make a a wisdom saving throw with disadvantage because I did unsettling words on him last turn. Oh. Um, okay. Which he has disadvantage on a saving throw, so this is... He also has same. minus a d6 still because that hasn't happened yet, so... Oh, right. From nice. your... Whatever that was. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh. He doesn't have disadvantage. He just subtracts six. This, sorry, okay, I got okay. Confused. Yes. Nine. Fabulous. Uh, he will take three d6... He will take 11 points of psychic damage. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh my god. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, these, these like creep into his mind and he just like, he kind of like looks like he has just got like an enormous headache and he's like, I don't care, I stick with my job. Um, <laughs> and you hear in your voice, Ellis, yes, yes, excellent. Wait, did I say it in your voice? I meant in your head. What did I say in, in my head? head. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, excellent. <laughs> um, um, I, and then in a not whispered voice, I will say, uh, I'm like, also, my buddy Emil here looks like a nerd, but he'll fuck you up, and I'll give you uh, a bardic inspiration. Yeah, I'll fuck you up. <laughs> roll, per, roll intimidation, Emil. Uh, Me? No, Emil. Oh, Emil. Use your bardic expression. A one. <laughs> Plus one. The guy who's like head is turning, he's like, I'm, sh- I'm sure. <laughs> uh, and next is Loomis. Who is whoever's closest to me next? You. 
going for them. So soon. Number three, the archer. Number three, my lord. The, um, yeah. The archer. So as soon as I like shove the person I just killed, I'm just immediately, however far they are, I'm assuming not super far. Like ten feet from. No, like five. Five. Okay. Well, feet, they're like yeah. five. Whatever. I turn around and then just going to s- stab them with my spear. Okay. They are in difficult terrain, I'll say. Yes. But I'll, I forgot to roll my constitution checks on those, Becky, because I got hurt. Oh. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> okay. I maintain concentration. Okay. Yeah, so you're in difficult terrain, so it takes most of your movement to, to move to him, but... Um, duh, nope, that does not hit. That's a natural one. <laughs> I would... Oh. I, I think Loomis gets accidentally trips over one of the vines or roots or whatever and as he's trying to stab him just trips doesn't fall just trips okay yeah yeah you you trip um kind of like stumbling into the guy um as he was like aiming to take another shot but yeah you are there but as i trip i do want to do a bonus action to try to at least claw him Okay. Yeah. So yeah, as you're kind of like tripping, you like stick your claws into his leg. Yeah. Uh, does a fifteen hit? It does. He will take six points of damage. As Loomis trips, misses him with the spear. He sinks his claws into his calf, essentially, because he's like on the bottom. But then uses that to kind of like bring him back up, so he doesn't completely oh, fall. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of like use it, thrust your weight upwards. And we are back at the top of the order to number one, who is still in front of Ellis. His head still reeling. He will, um, can he, does he attack, is he scared of you? This is whispers. Oh, shit. Was he supposed to use My his bad. reaction to, no? He has, he had to use his reaction to move as far away from me as possible. Okay. So he did that and is now next to number three. So he will attack Loomis instead. Sorry. <laughs> he will multi-attack. 15 to hit? Nope. Okay, one is a natural 20 nope. to hit. Nope, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you take six points of bludgeoning damage as as he's, like, running away, and then he sees you kind of come into frame. He, like, swings down, or s- swings his mace um, and manages to whack you for six points of bludgeoning. And next is number two who's going to move over to you, Emil, and he is going to, he's going to say to his face, I thought we were trying to take him in. What's going on? No one else is trying. And he's going to try and grapple you from behind. No. Um, so strength contest. My greatest weakness. That's pretty good. Uh, 16 plus zero. 16. 18. Okay. Ooh. He's got me. You are grappled with him. And that's it for his turn. Next is a meal, so you are grappled. Oh. Uh, doesn't that give me advantage on attacks against him? Uh, no, you can still attack. Yeah, there's no. Really, it's just your speed is zero. He's grabbing me from behind, right? Yes. You, uh, Ellis, right, like immediately behind you, you hear my voice go from like a shocked uh, into like a. Uh, kind of a hissing like <sighs> and my teeth get real sharp and i'm gonna use primal savagery and just fucking bite into this motherfucker's arms right right okay. <laughs> great that's a, 
Last time I used Primal Savage, I rolled a 20, and I just rolled 20 again. Oh, my so, God. And I bought off that pixie's head. Um, okay, so that's a 24 total to hit. Yeah, that um, hits. Okay, so he's going to take 1d10 times 2. That's uh, 16 points of piercing damage. Okay. Yeah, uh, you bite. So he's yeah, got his I like, like, arm around you. fucking rip it you, out. <laughs> you take a giant chunk, so much so he goes reeling back and falls down dead. Uh, and so I like land back on the ground um, and spit it out. And then I'm just like spitting the blood out. I'm like, oh God, no, please. <laughs> and I think, Ellis, you see like my teeth are long and sharp right now. And I'm like trying to like rub it off, rub it away. Um, do any of the other like bandits see, I guess... Like, I'm worried about them seeing my arms and my teeth now. They don't see you because they're pretty targeted on Loomis okay. right now. Yeah, I'm, like, hiding behind Ellis trying to, like, get my body back to normal. Okay, great. Next is number three, who is next to Loomis, who is also going to attempt to see their friend go down and also call out and be like, we're supposed to grapple them, and not knowing that that failed their friend and caused him to die they will attempt to grapple you so a strength contest between the two of you 18 he goes to grab you and you're able to just like knock his arms away um as you're like focused on the other guy and that is it for his turn next is ellis they are uh, about 30 feet from you the two remaining guys um to the bandit captain who like moved away from me uh, because of dissonant whispers I'll call out to him and I'll just say I'm like don't get scared uh, you, you you came after us remember and um, I chuck another eldritch blast at him okay <laughs> 9 plus 6 15 to hit yes uh, 5 points of force damage okay you hear in your head again excellent yes Alice excellent you take power so well I, I don't respond okay and, like I'm, i think i'm trying to like kind of shove sh- I'm, it's kind of killing my vibe <laughs> <laughs> and don't pay attention to me <laughs> no. uh, okay you next. mean the creepy wet feathered creature is distracting <laughs> you really you also mood, imagine man. the way his voice is the way their voice is like sing songy you imagine they're also doing that like weird dance in the tree again and you're like that's <laughs> terrible <laughs> <laughs> like hunched like yeah oh, i cast dissonant whispers on my <laughs> <laughs> shut up shut up uh next is loomis you have the two boys right next to you i will stab number two i think three, three. yeah one and three are next one to you. so there's the bandit captain or the one that was like the, the talker is next to you he definitely looks a lot more roughed up um, oh, oh, yeah, I'll go like he's oh, sorry go ahead. oh yeah and then the other one has just gotten that like wound i think in the leg that you gave him but the captain is like his head is like he's looking so like dazed in the head from all the like psychic damage he's been taking from ellis um he doesn't look very present and is more banged up then i will focus on him i'll focus on okay. the captain i will Let's go switch it up as a bone. I'm in bonus action. Claw him, and then try to okay. hit him with my spear. <laughs> oh, little switcheroo! Little switcheroo. Um, spicing it up a little bit for a claw hit. Uh, eighteen plus six. So yeah, 
to hit, yes. That'll yes. be seven points of damage. Okay, and he's still up. Okay. But boy howdy, looks terrible. And then going to hit him with my spear. It's ten to hit just misses so yeah you're you're able to like dig your claws kind of like underneath or like into like under underneath his like arms and like the armpit region where you know like armor's weak and you just stick your claws up in there and you go to swing with your spear but you just like glance off the back of him um and not making the the spear connect gotcha next is number one who has you stabbing into his arm He's like, oh. Is that my claws he... tickling his armpit? Like... <laughs> 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 and he goes to swing backwards at you with his maze. He's like, just kill him. Or oh, try. Oh, for God's sakes. Um, one is a, a 23 to hit. Found hits. And one's a natural one. <laughs> so you take four points of damage as he's able to swing one mace hit at you and the other mace hit he accidentally hits himself in the head as he's like swinging backwards at you and dies what a fucking and idiot. dies no. Come on. knocks himself Shit. out um so yeah you like as he like falls to the crumbles to the ground hitting himself in the head with this like heavy mace as he was trying to like hit behind him at you um you're like he falls to the ground and then your claws are like removed as his body hits the ground and so sad when... for Loomis not getting to absorb this guy's life because yeah. he fucking killed himself uh, yeah you just hear Loomis <laughs> you just hear Loomis like what a waste <laughs> oopsie the highest damage he did or like any of these have done or to themselves or was to themselves uh, next is Emil there's only number three left the I... archer I'm going to uh, use my uh, monstrous aspect to use a hit die to recover a spell slot. Um, and with that spell slot, I'm going to use my bonus action to uh, scoop a little finger full of dirt and put it in my mouth. Um, and then open my mouth and breathe out some spores. Okay. Uh, and cast Compelled Duel on this oh. last person um it's a misleading title really he what will happen is he will have a hard time moving away from me oh. I, don't, I don't want him okay. to run that's right that's right okay uh oh he has to make a save um a wisdom saving throw against the 14 nine uh he is drawn to me okay uh he has disadvantage on attack rolls against creatures other than me mm. Um, and must make a wisdom saving throw each time it attempts to move to a space that is more than 30 feet away from me. Oh my god. Um, the spell ends if I attack any other creature uh, or if anyone damages him. Okay. Um, it, I say, is it? Le leave this, this is my bonus action, leave this one uh, alive. I, I look at Alice and Loomis and say, I think we could maybe get some useful information out of him. Uh, I will use my charger feet to run at him. Okay. And non-lethally strike him with my twisted wrist. Okay. That's another natural 20. 
Oh my god. This one doesn't do as much damage, unfortunately, as the, the biting. Uh, this is... Six plus two. Would you say I was more than ten feet away from him? Yes, definitely. Oh, then I get a plus five to this damage. Oh. Thirteen points of damage. Uh, yeah, you tackle into him, kind of like getting in his like thighs and like stabbing his thighs mm -hmm. non-lethally. Uh, as I <laughs> twisted fruits. Yeah, like as I put my my wood my wood into him. <laughs> Just put my wood in this guy. Dude, you're um, killing it, bro. Dude, you're fucking I, killing it. Remember yeah. when Emil said that uh, Loomis was going to suck him dry? Well, now I'm slowly inserting my wood into this guy. And Fuck yes, bro. That's a it, slow insert. As it goes in, <laughs> um, Emil will just say right in his face. I think maybe my teeth are still a little sharp and like trying to go back to normal. So just like real fucking monstrous in his face. What does Elizabeth want with this plant? I, I don't. I don't know. That's not my job to know that. What the hell is that weird fucking crow she sent after us? Crow. I don't know what you're talking about. Emil will twist his arm around a little bit, while it's still in this guy's leg. Uh, I think more out of frustration that he's not getting the answers he wants. Um, okay. Okay, that's Emil's turn. Next is number three who's going to try and kind of improvise weapon his heavy crossbow and try and like knock you off of him. That is a 10 to hit. Uh, no. So yeah, he's like, he's he's really hurting. Uh, he tries to like smash you on the head with his crossbow and it just does not hit you very like hard at all. And you're kind of able to just like shake it off. Next is Ellis. I will make my way over to... Um... Number three and um, Emil, and with Emil on top of him, um, on top of him inserting his wood. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I kind of crouch down like real cool. Hey, get your get your wood in here, it. bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said I, I I hate to interrupt such an uh, intimate moment, uh, but I hold my uh, hand up like right up to like his cheek as like um that same like red crackling stuff comes off my hand mm. and i'm just like buddy we got you dead to rights if if you want if you want to live to see the sunrise i suggest you calm the fuck down and um kind of kind of accept that you're you're outnumbered now bud okay yeah all right um he drops his crossbow and kind of just is like limp standing there um surrounded and doesn't want not making any moves to like attack you anymore so you are out of initiative um still still kind of kneeling there um I'm like look bud i'm sure my um my friends here have some questions for you but th this is what's going to happen we're gonna at the end of this if you play your cards right we'll let you go and you can tell all your other little buds camped out in the woods to leave us be. And we are going to make our way back to Mistfall. And if Elizabeth wants to talk to us, she can come talk to us herself. And I uh, turn to Emil and Loomis and say, Got any questions for this fool? Do I believe him about the not knowing anything about the plant or the crow? Uh, roll an insight check. 14. 
yeah, he seems to be the plant. You probably could find some maybe wiggle room on that one. Uh, but the the crow, he does not know anything about the crow. So if you don't know anything about this plant, you you wouldn't mind if I took a piece out and placed it on you? I, I, I don't think you, you should do that. Why? Do you want to touch it? I have, and uh, it's not not fun. I mean, you seem to know it's not safe. What's what's it being used for? I don't I don't know that. Just that people are supposed to collect it, and that our benefactor will be collect collecting. We collect it. He he collects it too. From from us, that he doesn't collect. He's going to get it. We're getting it for him. Yes, yeah. Who is it? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I really don't. Uh, I I look at the other two. What else? I don't I don't know. Buddy, I want you to think long and hard. Your life literally depends on it. I want you to tell us something. Give us something. Um, think of it as this is your opportunity to walk out of here, or my friend Loomis here is gonna do some f- fucked up shit to you. Uh, uh, well, apologies that we maybe didn't follow our orders right away. We were told to try and bring you all in be- before any sort of killing st- stuff. Uh, 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 where? Where? Uh, we were going to bring you to the to the court about us. <laughs> and uh in case you didn't know <laughs> oh oh jerry is this is that you <laughs> um i say uh where where is y'all's hub kind of located at uh like a like a day's travel back towards Mistfall. uh in a in a cave it's kind of hard to describe Kind of real secret. It's, it's more just like it's just kind of there uh, in the middle uh, of the okay. woods. That's, that's fair. No signage, I mean, you I, know. Yeah, I doubt y'all have like a neon glowing like stop here. What's for, neon? Uh, just wait for it. It'll <laughs> blow your fucking mind. You ever heard of Doritos? <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the future. Um, I look at I look at uh, Loomis. Uh, I'm like, anything you want to try to squeeze out of this sad little puppy? Did you already ask how many others there are watching us right now? No, we didn't. How many others, huh? Uh, quite a few bands of us. I gotta be honest. Uh, could be five, maybe well, maybe more. I think your 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 dead captain there had, had had made a very specific point that Elizabeth finds us important. Um, so I don't think Elizabeth would be too happy if we were dead. Um, but if you all keep coming after us, probably gonna keep fighting. Oh, well, just to just to clarify, as a favor to to you to clarify, uh, she said. Tr- Try and bring you in, but the dead was okay too. Oh, well, that's a bummer. Well, hmm, seems that we're at a bit of an impasse here. I would suggest that you go tell all your friends to go back to your little cave and just let us go on our merry way. 
Well, yeah, I'll, I'll do. I'll do uh, yeah, I'll do that. Wait, one, one more question. Okay. Um, I think I've turned back to normal at this point. Kind of stepped sure. away. But then I turn back to him and I say, "When you're telling your friends about me, specifically me, we're still yeah. linked. Compelled duel. What would you say my my weapon is?" Uh, it's like some sp spikes of some sort. Are you using like stakes? Yeah, like wooden stakes. That's it. That's right. Oh. Okay. You could probably get metal ones. They'd work a little better. Oh, those ones work pretty good. I gotta be honest. He spits up blood. <laughs> All They're right. Pretty good. Drop everything you have, and then you can go. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, so. And he throws like three daggers on the ground a little coin purse uh, a heavy crossbow all of his bolts um you want but my, you want my shoes too yeah leave your shoes okay i'll leave my shoes okay okay i don't want to die Takes i off just his, like, pick him up and toss him into the embers of the fire oh, 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 oh. yes sir yes sir <laughs> eat eat your shorts <laughs> i'm kidding don't eat your shorts but oh can i go can I go now? I'll go tell everyone. Uh, yeah, no, uh, no, no. Oh. Actually, you need to to sit right here for a couple hours while we while we leave. Oh. We I look okay. at Alice. We can't we can't stay here. Oh no, we gotta we gotta we have to go. go. We gotta leave. We gotta leave now. Um, I'm gonna tie you to this tree, okay? And uh, in a couple hours, you can start screaming for help. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds good. Uh, do any of the dead guys have rope on them because they they planned on capturing us it seems like they did yeah. they yes they do have rope on them yes all right i'm gonna tie this little fucker to a tree and i'll i'll help him hey thanks for not killing me maybe i'll see you <laughs> in the future no <laughs> but like not 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 like killing each other do are the three that we killed right we killed three yeah you said they all wear this green bandana thing yes i'd like to grab all three of the bandanas. Absolutely. Fuck Absolutely. Yeah. Smart, you do smart, that. Smart. Uh, I'd also like to, to loot the bodies, including everything this guy just dropped for any valuables. Okay. You're able to get uh, three maces if you need a mace. You're able to get 76 gold off of all the bodies. Wow. And two more daggers. And a heavy crossbow with bolts, if you need that as well. I'll just throw it into the wagon. Okay. Yeah. Hey, good luck. Good luck out there, friend. And I, I hope Elizabeth's not too angry at you for fucking this whole thing up. Oh, she's gonna be very angry at me. I'm being facetious. I hope she's furious with you. Oh. Ma nailed him. <laughs> Damn. I'm still uh, working on all... my bits. <laughs> you all throw the looted stuff into the back of the wagon. You get Gertrude back onto the road. It is now early morning as you all um, head out on the trail to very early before the sun's even up, but you're all kind of moving at a fast pace anyways. You all head back out on the road towards Mistfall, and that is where we'll end our session. This has been This Could Get Dicey. <laughs> Got that right. Once again, Dicey again. Next episode, Dicey. This episode, Dicey. Last it's episode, all dicey. dicey. Dicey! Dicey! Bye!
Can we please get back to Mistfall? Becky, we're so close. Please. You can find This Could Get Dicey where all podcasts are streamed and on Instagram at TCGDPod. If you found our antics enjoyable, please help us out and leave a review or rating and maybe even share it with a friend. Word of mouth is so powerful. Thanks for joining us and stay tuned for our next episode coming out Wednesday, May 24th.